Welcome to the Joplin Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Hunt. I'm a local business owner, realtor, and entrepreneur. My goal is to promote community awareness and events, entrepreneurship, and let business owners tell their stories. We will have interviews with business owners, influencers, and entrepreneurs. This show is for everyone in our community that wants to learn more about what is happening in the four states. We have innovation happening right here, and I want to share that with you. Good morning, Joplin. I am here with uh, Chad Isaacs today, and he is the owner of uh, Stone's Corner Pharmacy. And uh, we just want to share with you what's going on, and I will let Chad introduce himself and some of his background. Yeah, I'm Chad Isaacs, and um, I grew up in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and uh, have uh, had an interest in lots of things over the years, And but pharmacy has become the main business and the main passion these days, and uh, so uh, ended up living in Miami, Oklahoma for a few years, and um, now uh, became familiar with the Joplin area, and so... Ten years ago, coming up on March 8th, we opened Stone's Corner Pharmacy, and it's been a, a great, a great uh, setup for us to to really thrive and do well. And we fell in love with the Joplin area, Carl Junction. Um, it, it's just been a, a great setup. This whole area, the school systems, all of it, the community. We're very passionate about all those things, and and so it's uh, we've really enjoyed it, and it's been a good spot for us. Well, good. Well, good. And you have um, more than one location, right? For Stone's Pharmacy, Corner Pharmacy? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so again, 10 years ago, the first came about uh, on kind of North Main Joplin. And then mm-hmm. uh, in 2016, we opened or purchased a second location. It was the former Quick Meds at mm-hmm. uh, 32nd McClelland. And, and so now we've rebranded Stone's Corner Pharmacy. And so two locations on either side of town and that mm-hmm allows us to serve more people and so that's that's been a, a great move too. We've got fantastic staff at both locations. Um, uh, Desi Sweet uh, is kind of a pharmacist in charge at the South location. Okay. Fantastic person, local girl that grew up here and uh, so um, just a great team. Now what uh, what made you decide to do pharmacy? Um, you know, I worked in college. I was actually working on an engineering physics degree, which mm-hmm. is a totally different path. But during that time, I just needed a job, and uh, my grandpa took me into the local pharmacy and uh, asked the pharmacist, hey, can you give my grandson a job? And, <laughs> and he, he happened to have an opening. And uh, so at first, it was just a job. And then mm-hmm. what I saw was the passion he had for people. Um, but when I looked at it, it was equal parts pharmacy and then also entrepreneurship. It's seeing right. how he ran the business. Mm-hmm. And also what I learned later, you know, I, I thought I knew some things. and I thought I was helping make his business more profitable. And then when I left, what I really realized was what made his business go was people. He had mm-hmm. fantastic relationships. And, you know, it took me a little bit to gain that insight of it, it wasn't about the crunching the numbers and all the things in businesses about people. Mm-hmm. And so his relationships were amazing and uh, learned a lot from him. And so I knew when I went to pharmacy school and switched paths that owning a business, owning a pharmacy was the only path I was interested in. And mm-hmm. so it, it kind of went from there. Well, awesome. Um, that is very true uh, that if you put people first, the business will come. 
right? Because people want those relationships and, and we're all human and we want a lot of relationships. And so when you have the good ones, you keep coming back. Yeah, I think it's, it's huge. I mean, um, with my staff, we, we talk about that a lot. It's like, these are the tasks you're responsible for. These are the things you have to do. But above all, it, it's that relationship, that connection with a person. That's why people come back to us, maybe choose us versus some other businesses because it feels like there's more of a relationship there. Mm -hmm. There's more dependence. And then also, I mean, I think all small business owners would agree, you know, we will bend over backwards to make to, to take care of somebody on a higher level right. because for your business to grow and succeed, you have to. Mm -hmm. You have to in a in a world where you may not outmarket um, uh, large corporations, you can establish more effective relationships, and that's what keeps people coming back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I'm sure you know uh, your customers' names. You know, on the yeah. pharmacy side, people are here regularly. They have prescriptions to pick up whether that be every week, every month, um, you see them on a regular basis. And so having that connection is really important. It is. That connection's there. It's really trust. You know, mm -hmm. our profession is all about trust. And um, people want you to be well-versed in pharmacy, want you to be up-to-date on things. But I think what people really want to know first, and this transcends pharmacy, but it's just that you care about them. Right. You know, if you have that relationship, they trust you, um, they believe that you care about them, and then you share the information. But really, it's that relationship first, mm -hmm. and uh, then help them, um, you know, with their health care second. But all things important, but that's the core of it. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's very, very important in any industry that you involve customer service of any kind. Putting them first is, is really important. They'll keep coming back. Um, okay, so there are other things that you also do. You um, you have a passion for video. Yeah, it, it kind of, it, it's it's strange, but right after the Joplin tornado, mm -hmm. um, my wife had actually purchased a DSLR camera and um, I found out I could shoot video and I'm not sure exactly what sparked it, but we got to go in there and start producing a lot of things both for church and just fun projects with family. And then it, it just kind of continued to morph to where it's really, really out of control at this point. But what it's allowed me to do is, you know, just connect. I love a good story. And so everything that, that we do, whether it's it can be a commercial for the pharmacy or just working with nonprofits or uh, any kind of thing, I'm looking for the story uh, mm -hmm. behind everything. And so... Uh, a friend uh, and I, Dylan Casey, had, had kind of starred uh, story-focused films. And um, so we've worked on all kinds of different projects over the years. But mm -hmm. it's that's the core of it. You know, it's, uh, and, you know, any good, even the news, anybody that it's out there, it's about the story. And right. so with that at the core, it's just like what we're doing in this podcast. It, it's, mm -hmm. um, it's about telling the stories you want to tell in a way that's compelling. And right. so that's what we do. Very cool. And it's interesting. I would have thought, because not knowing the answer to that question before I asked, I would have thought maybe you had gotten into it in college or something, you know, versus later on. So very interesting. Yeah, I've always done like audio production and sound and different things, but the video thing was, uh, was, was later on and that became the primary thing. And so it's, it's the passion project. It, it's the thing, the, the side kind of hobby business that is really for fun that 
has continued to get more serious, serious uh, on the side, but it, it, it really is inspiring to me to work on those kind of things. Well, very cool. Um, so what, uh, what other things are going on? Um, I know that we've had some pharmacies close, some mm-hmm. local ones. And um, I think you're probably going to be receiving or have received business mm-hmm. from that. What would you share with people um, that are nervous about going to a pharmacy that could potentially close, that has happened with, mm-hmm. uh, with some of the local ones? What would you share with them to, um, to come to Stone's uh, Corner Pharmacy? You know, it's hard to know all the reasons sometimes. Um, I respect the business owners uh, who own uh, some of the businesses that close. I mean, they're, they're, they're good business people. What it reflects is we're, we're really in a challenging market. Um, but what I would say to people is, you know, 10 years in, I mean, we've really dialed down a lot of things. We have some strengths and relationships we have both in, in buying as well as, as just learning, you know, in the early stages, kind of school hard knocks and figuring some things out. But mm-hmm. what we've been able to do is just have a lot of stability. We've had, you know, record years, year after year uh, lately. And so for customers, I want them to know that we're a safe place. We're going nowhere. Um, it, it's the ability to be able to buck that trend, I, I guess. Um, there's a lot of factors involved that I won't get into, but basically we're in a very stable and secure position. We're expanding, growing. We, we've got a staff probably bigger than a lot of other larger pharmacies right now. So we're growing, expanding. We're always looking for more opportunities. And so we're in a great place in the marketplace. And I think we represent a segment that is, um, at, you know, that resonates with people. Some of the pharmacies that have closed, a lot of those customers are looking for a, a place with a lot of things we talked about. Uh, yeah. You know, somebody will connect with them. And mm-hmm. um, so I think we can serve them really well and also be able to serve uh, customers of larger pharmacies that are just looking for a change of pace. Right. And you have a drive through, right? Yeah. So that's convenient. And do you do deliveries as well? Yeah, I think with farm, I think some of the things people think about smaller pharmacies that they see them as second rate or falling behind. We believe that you have to embrace technology to stay relevant. I mean, so yes, we do prescription delivery with pharmacy drive-through. Prescription compounding is a huge service for us to be able to help people in that way. We have compliance packaging. If you've seen pill pack on Amazon and things mm-hmm. like that, we have that technology and we're operating at a high level to do those things and we know that to be relevant in the market we have to be ahead of the curve not behind Mm -hmm. it and so um, what I've described before being smaller allows you to innovate faster you can move faster I don't have to roll things out to 10,000 stores we can just go in make a change and implement technology and hit the ground running and Mm -hmm. that allows us to stay ahead right no that's great um what else is going on in the pharmacy industry? Is there anything up and coming that's or things changing? I know that you guys are regulated a lot. So what is there anything changing that you would want people to know? You know, I think the the largest challenges uh, in this becomes, you know, even from a government perspective of mm-hmm. how do people save money in healthcare? You know, how do we save money as a country? And right. um, a lot of the the things sometimes we approach things in the wrong way, going after lower hanging fruit where that could be the end provider reimbursements or it can be 
uh, working on smaller initiatives. But I believe a lot of where our system is is we have a need for transparency. Mm-hmm. I think some steps have been taken for that. Is where is the money going? Um, where is kind of some of the waste, frankly, in it? And uh, you know, it, I think there's starting to be some exposure to insurance companies, large insurance companies. There's a lot of money that nobody knows exactly where it's going. And, yeah. and so the industry, I hope, and I believe we'll, we'll get to a more transparent point, and then everybody can be more accountable for where the money in healthcare is. Mm-hmm. Um, so from just a consumer point of view, a lot of times it's um, going and, and having some good conversations to understand how that works on a local level. But on a national level, I am... Um, hoping that we can get to a better place on reducing drug costs, reducing yeah. healthcare costs in general by mm-hmm. seeing tracing the money where it's going and yeah. where some of it's getting soaked up that could probably be better allocated. I think everybody would like to see a reduction in healthcare costs. Wouldn't yes. that be nice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hate explaining it, you know, especially this time of year we have the beginning of the year mm-hmm. deductibles and insurance changes. Everything's more expensive, right? You know, at the beginning of the year for people. It is, and it's one of the things we do too. You know, every October through December we go through people Medicare plans specifically to, mm-hmm. to help people find make sure they're in good shape for the next year. That's good. To reduce those costs, to be and able to make good decisions and mm-hmm. so that, that's an important service that we provide other pharmacies provide that as well and I think all um, uh, pharmacy consumers should definitely you know engage your pharmacy ask hey mm-hmm. you know what um, what should I be looking at for next year and um, you know if the answers aren't there then we would love to help anybody that that has need in that area to, to try to reduce cost to try to be in good shape each year that's good advice um, and, and I think that's a great service because I think healthcare is overwhelming. It's expensive to people, and they don't always know how to reduce it, reduce that cost. You know, because I'm self-employed, I pay my own health insurance, mm-hmm. and it gets really pricey. Yeah. It does. You know, it, it's it's important for that. Um, you know, for for our employees at Stones Corner Pharmacy, and we, we continue to to look to try to have affordable health insurance. Um, for them as well, and mm-hmm. but yeah, being self-employed, all all these you can see where the dollars go, and it's yeah. trying to make good decisions. It is well, good. Um, I was gonna ask you about a project that you did, I believe, last summer in Carl Junction. You had shot a video, kind of about community, mm-hmm. that I had saw on Facebook. Um, Jomo Moving was in. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk a little bit about that project? It was pretty neat. Sure. You know, we, we kind of moved really fast in that we had a mm-hmm. huge event um, where we brought in a, uh, a huge video wall and sound system. We wanted to have an event for the community, um, partially for entertainment, but one of the, like, kind of uh, sneak it in there things that was really about was, let's highlight some things that are going on great in the community. So yeah. you know, we had some uh, Power of Play project over in Carl Junction. They were working on um, playgrounds to make them so accessible for for everybody was was one of them mm-hmm. Jomo moving Josh uh, we honestly through the chamber and other places I was like who's doing some great things and and so they highlighted some of the things he was doing they're really neat community service. and right. that's what we want to celebrate people that are doing great things in the community so uh, you know his was one the library project in Carl Junction there were some neat things going on there so mm-hmm. what we did is we created these videos to highlight some of the great things that are happening in our area 
and we made those movie previews for the movie night we had and played The Greatest Showman, which is an inspiring yeah. movie. And it was kind of a back-to-school type of thing. And But, yeah, those were fun projects. We got to right. go hear the heart and the passion behind some of the mm-hmm. things. And I love working on stuff like that. Well, because there's always a lot going on that I don't think everybody sees, you know, and it's not always displayed as much. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of really good people doing great things for others. Yeah, and they don't always get um, that recognition, right. and they don't do it for recognition. No, you know. Mm-hmm. But those are the people who need to be celebrated. And so, over you know the coming years, we would like to do these kind of things again and again, mm-hmm. and you know, survey the community who's who's doing these things and then highlight yeah. that because that gets me excited. Those people inspire me, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and think that's a big deal we need to know what's going on in our community and then we yeah. need to support those people and help them accomplish the goals that are driving our community yeah because the more we know what's going on I think the more somebody may be sitting in the audience say watching that video and and go well I could help with that right and the more mm-hmm. of us that get together and and help on the same thing we can make a larger impact together um, and really benefit those that we're trying to help. So yeah, it's exposure. You know, like I said, it um, a lot of times it just starts with a, a simple idea. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's so many moving parts to getting organizations off the ground. You know, the, the different nonprofit status things and all the paperwork and the a lot things. of work. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and, and so. But the marketing of those projects is sometimes fall behind. It's word of mouth, which works eventually, just yeah. like for business. But mm-hmm. if, if we can bring exposure and highlight those things and, and move it faster and gain traction faster, um, you know, basically more people are able to benefit from that. Well, that's good. Now, I think you're doing really cool things. Um, I would have never guessed that you're a pharmacist and then you have a passion for video. So I think that's really cool and entrepreneur uh, spirit and um, you want to be involved with the community so I think that's really great I think you're doing good things yeah it's you know my family's planned here mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna be here probably till the end right. and, and so <laughs> so it, it, it's a journey and I think that's also some of the, the difference in business mm-hmm. is, is understanding you know as a consumer you know who do you you want to invest in people that want to invest in the community mm-hmm. and so we're here to stay. Uh, we're here for the long term, and my family, like I said, is planted in this area, and so we will in- invest uh, in everything we can community, and we hope people will uh, support us as we do that, and I think we'll provide extreme value, uh, but also satisfaction of knowing that we're a company that, that gives back and, and wants to be a part of the community that we live in. I think that's great. So. Um, I appreciate having you. Is there anything else you would like to share? No, we're just happy to be a part of this. I think you're doing great things. Uh, You're just showing what is going on out Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Highlight uh, both in business and culture and everywhere under, you know, letting people know that there are great things in in the Joplin and greater Joplin area that uh, people should know about. And I think that's a, a great pursuit. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, all right. Well, I thank you so much for having you on. And, um, you know, if you have anything coming up, we'd be happy to hear about it and and post it on the podcast. So, okay. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. 
If you want to know more about something going on or see someone interviewed, let me know at amyhunt at kw.com. Thank you so much for listening. 